Welcome to Day of Encouragement podcast with Pastor Larry Perry. In each podcast, Pastor Larry walks through scripture that will encourage you in your spiritual journey with Christ. Let's join him now for a word of encouragement. Welcome to the Day of Encouragement. Glad you could tune in today. I hope you'll uh, find this uh, something that can be a foundation for your spiritual journey with the Lord. Last time we gathered or had a moment, we talked about God and Him being the Creator, and He created us for relationship. He created us to have a relationship with Him. So you can imagine what it must be for someone to say that there is no God. For a man to make that conclusion is the ultimate rejection of a Creator God. So in Psalm 14, verse 1, it says this, The fool says in his heart, there is no God. They are corrupt. Their deeds are vile. There is no one who does good. I think it's interesting that the psalmist says first, the fool says in his heart. The truth is, no one knows the heart of man but God. The scripture makes that very clear throughout the pages of the Bible that God knows our heart. He looks on the heart. And for a person to say in his heart that there is no God means that he's forsaken everything God has given for a revelation of who he is. This word fool here in this psalm means to be aggressively perverse. There's something about that when a person declares there is no God, It means they're on their own to do their own thing and to make their own judgments. And a lot of things are thrown out the window in relationship to living life. Basically, when the person says there is no God, what they're really declaring is this. There is no God who intervenes in this world. I don't see his activity. I don't see, there's nothing about God that intervenes. Last week, we talked about God being uh, a trinity and there Jesus was standing in the River Jordan being baptized and a voice from heaven and the Holy Spirit descended. This very act of God sending his son is an act of love. And it is also an act of intervention. There is no God who intervenes in this world. They have to neglect the scripture. They have to neglect a lot of things that are before their very eyes. So if if someone walked into the bank and declared, there's no money here, uh, they could say that for several reasons. Number one, they did not see any money laying around. Uh, there's nothing about the people that made you think there was any money here. People walked into the counter with a piece of paper and they left with paper in their hands. They never saw any money. There was no money in this bank. They could say it over and over again. But you and I know that they would be wrong because just because you didn't see the money doesn't mean that the money was not there. See, they failed to investigate. They failed to look. I would imagine that if they looked into the vault of the bank, they might see some money there. If they looked into the cashier's drawer, 
they would see some money there. You just had to look for it. And the same is true with God. Yes, God God longs to reveal himself, but he he wants a heart that's open and ready. He longs to reveal himself in such a way that the scripture declare, the creation itself declares there's a God. Listen, Romans chapter 1 verses 18 through 20. The wrath of God is being revealed from heaven against all the godlessness and wickedness of people who suppress the truth by their wickedness. Since what may be known about God is plain to them because God has made it plain to them, for since the creation of the world, God's invisible qualities, his eternal power, and divine nature have been clearly seen, being understood from what was has been made so that people are without excuse. There's several things in this verse that just strike me. Uh, God is an interventionist. Number one, there is wrath coming for those who suppress the truth and live in wickedness. That what can be known about God is plain. It's out in the open. God has made it plain. How did he do that? He did that in creation. Uh, The invisible qualities of God are revealed. What are those qualities that are revealed in creation? I, I think there are a couple that come to mind. Number one, that God is a God of order. Think about creation. There is an order to creation that the sun comes up and the sun sets. The sun comes up, the sun sets. There is an order to creation in the days, in the calendar. There is an order to the birthing process, to the planting of seeds and the harvest. There is an order to creation. I don't believe all that happened by chance. There is a creator stamped behind the scene. And because of that, creation itself declares there's a God. What we have to do is be honest. I can remember as a 10, 12-year-old boy, I laid on the hood of my dad's Ford pickup, and I said, God, if you're up there, reveal yourself to me. It wasn't long after that I began to see God. I began to hear truth. Now, I didn't grow up in a Christian home. I didn't grow up where there was preaching every Sunday. It was a very rare thing. And in the midst of that, God began to reveal himself. I began to hear the scripture. I began to hear the word being preached in different places because inside of me there was this heart that wanted to know if there was a God. God longs to reveal himself to inquiring hearts and inquiring minds. If you take God out of equation of creation, out of the equation of mankind, where do you judge things that are right and wrong? Is everything based on subjective feelings? So that if I feel right about it, it makes it right? Well, you can feel right about a lot of things that are very wrong. So without God, we have a weak morality, a morality that has no foundation except for our own feelings, except for the feelings of others. And 
We all have been deceived by our feelings. Feelings are not a foundation that you can rely on. You have to have something more structured, something more permanent, and God gives us that. Without God, we tend to live for ourselves and what matters to us by ourselves. Without God's love, life becomes empty. It's not complete. And when we fail to acknowledge God, we miss life. Life is reduced to fleshly appetites. And this is what I know. When I eat dinner in the morning when I wake up, I'm hungry again. When I eat lunch by evening, I'm hungry again. When you try to live life by the appetites of your own nature, you will always want more. You will always come up hungry for. You will feel empty in a lot of ways. When God is acknowledged, something happens. Life begins to take on purpose. Life begins to take on meaning. There's something beautiful about that. You begin to live at peace with God. And because you live at peace with God, there's peace in your world, in your universe. Now, we know that the scripture makes it clear how we find peace with God. God sent his son to save us. So we have to repent of our sins. That puts us in right relationship with God. And when we're in right relationship with God, we can begin to know him better, know him more and more and more. We've talked about our knowledge of God growing as we pursue him, but we must pursue him in relationship with him. And the only way to have a relationship with him is through his son. So when we acknowledge God, we find his son, we can live to please him. We live to discover him, and we live to discover his will for our lives. Life is no longer purposeless when we come in contact with the creator. When we come in contact with the creator, we understand he made me with a purpose. He came. Jesus declared it. He came to give us abundant life. And a part of that abundant life is to walk in relationship with the Creator, to walk in relationship with the Creator doing what we were designed by Him to do, doing the will of God. It's a beautiful, beautiful uh, summation of our lives when we come in contact with God and we begin to journey with Him through this life living full, living with a foundation that creates a stability for every step. We're no longer living off the appetites of our own flesh. We're living for the glory of God. There's something beautiful when the heart declares, I know there's a God. I see him at work in my life. I want to live for him all the days of my life. Praise God, there is a God. I know that foundation. To please him is encouragement to the soul. This has been the day of encouragement. God bless you and thank you. Thanks for joining us today for Day of Encouragement podcast. If you would like to connect with us, go to our website, 
dayofencouragement.com and email us. You may also listen to other podcasts at our website. We hope you were encouraged today.